Hey, tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, please welcome your host, Shane. So, Tourpreneur at Arrival, presented by Checkfront, and we're joined by Sean Teasley. How are you, Sean? Hi, good to be with everybody today. Absolutely. It's always fun to be at Arrival, to feel the energy. Energy, the electric vibes in this networking room are amazing. Really is, is. Yeah. I, I've worked for Arrival for a year and a half, and it is addicting to come to one of these conferences. Just the pure passion and meeting everybody, hearing their stories. The creativity that goes into tours and activities, uh, it's none, none else. Absolutely. It reminds me of a reunion in many ways because you get to see people that you haven't seen for a year and you talk to via, or you see on social media, and we're going to talk a lot about social media, yes. um, or via email, <laughs> but when you actually get to meet, shake hands, give a hug, and hear what's going on, mm-hmm. that's what I really love about Arrival. Yes, completely. We create the space for people to brainstorm and network and just exchange ideas like we're going to do today. Absolutely. So I was social. Yeah, I was keen to talk to you because you are a social media ninja. You do all the social media for arrivals, so I see all your stuff every day. And I thought it'd be a really good opportunity for you to come on the show and just share a little bit about what you think are some really solid tips for tour operators who are out there. We know we've got to get better at social media. Um, what would be your top three tips for our listeners today, how they can improve their social media presence based on what you've experienced and what you see other tour operators doing? Three. Okay. We're going to reel it in. I would start with hashtags. If you're on social media and specifically you're using Instagram, don't forget the power of the hashtag. If you don't have a hashtag, create one. But before you create one, look to see if there's one for you already out there. It's amazing how creative tourists can be. And if you haven't been paying attention to your own potential of a hashtag there certainly might might already be one. Right. So, so what's the benefit of having your own hashtag? It's a way of categorizing your content or other people's content that is similar. So if you were a bike tour company, you may have a specific branded hashtag, but then you can also use the more generic hashtag, which would be just hashtag bike tour. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So for this event, for instance, I see hashtag arrival event. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So I just did that this morning. I took a photo of our mobile studio here and tagged arrival event. So that means I can go through and see everyone's posts that... Yes. So on Instagram, you could look or on Twitter, you could look on, on LinkedIn, you can be looking. And it just helps categorize everything that's happening and anybody using the tag. So not just arrival uses our own hashtag, but all the attendees that are here, they can use it as well. And then all the content is gathered together yeah. and displayed very easily. Yeah. So even if you're not here... It's easy to see what's going on by following the hashtag. Sure. And I guess also a tip would be to check out what our competitors are using as hashtags, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And when you start thinking about hashtags and your branded hashtags, you can do a couple. For instance, like Arrival has Arrival event, but we also have Team Arrival as well. And we have, because now we're doing podcasts with you, we are doing Arrival Voices. So we have a few branded hashtags depending on the type of post, but I wouldn't get too crazy with it. You know, maybe three max yeah. uh, and to use one branded hashtag per post. You don't want to use all three of them on the same post. Right. So then would you say, for example, hashtag Shane's boat tours and then another hashtag later on saying hashtag boat tours? Yes. And one that helps with your geographic location, too. Yes. So if your location was Orlando, then hashtag Orlando or local Orlando, something right. to that effect. And that hashtag strategy, does that work for all the social media channels? So how it works for Instagram? Is it the same for Twitter? Yes. And LinkedIn is newer to the hashtag community. And I think they've been doing hashtags for almost two years now. Right. So their history isn't as great but they're definitely committed and in the hashtag world. And also talking of LinkedIn, so something I see a lot and I wonder about is I'll see somebody will make a post and they'll say article in comments. Mm -hmm. So is that because LinkedIn are not sharing if there is a URL in a post? Great question. Yeah, just like any of the social media channels out there, they, I hate to use the word ding, but your post isn't as likely to be shared out to maybe even your full dynamic of followers. Yes. If you're sharing too many links. Yeah. So it is, it's a game in working the algorithm system. Now, does LinkedIn, did any of the networks actually come out and say that? No, but all of the gurus in the social media industry have tested it and then go that route. And I guess it it makes sense in that LinkedIn or whoever, they want you to stay on their platform. They want you to see their ads Mm -hmm. the minute you go off. But it's highly frustrating as a content creator that you want to put everything in one post and you don't want people to have to drill down to actually get the link, right? Right. I think it's frustrating. This is actually a very interesting um, dynamic that we have um, working because we want to link out when we post about our podcast. Yes. We would say, you know, find the podcast within your favorite podcasting app, but also as an easy way, you put the link in. Yes. And we are still going that route of putting the link in. Watch social because it might not be up there much longer, but um, we have to be creative. And if you keep using links in every single post, it's going to have a negative effect. Sure. Take a day off from answering emails, telling your team what to get ready, or manually entering info across sales channels. Actually, take many because Checkfront will help manage your bookings. Guests book and pay however they want. Your team has the tools they need to operate smoothly and your calendar always stays up to date. Now, what will you do with all that extra time? Checkfront. 
one booking platform, limitless possibilities. Find out more at checkfront.com. What would tip number two be? If you're on Instagram, using the LinkedIn bio dropdown so that you, because LinkedIn limits you to only having one URL on your whole profile, if you post about multiple different things and you're constantly changing your URL every day, every other day, then somebody that saw a post a few days ago doesn't get to experience that link that you may have shared. So by using this tool, for instance, um, Linktree, that gives you the opportunity to put one link in there and then it drops a tree down of the different links that you may be driving traffic to. Fantastic. Is that something Arrival is using? Yes, we use Linktree. So we can, you know, people who are listening to the show can actually yeah. go to the arrival. Take it out, take a look for an example. And see how you're doing mm-hmm. it. No, I think that's really smart because they don't allow you to put links in, into Instagram, correct? They allow you to, they're just not live. And then that ah. annoys your viewers and visitors yeah. because the link is there. And if it's a very long link, you can click on it and it's, it's just yeah. highly annoying. Sure. What would your third tip be? It also goes along with what we were talking about hashtags, but looking to see what other content is out there from your guests who have been on the trip or a tour or an experience that you've had, um, but also seeing what your competition is doing. So through research on your hashtags or on hashtags that you would anticipate, you can go through and see what else maybe a bike tour operator that's across the country may show up in that same hashtag query that you're doing. You can take a look and say, oh, look, they're doing this. I think a great example of this is uh, zipline companies. So if you were just to look up like zipline, zipline adventure as a hashtag, you could see other operators doing the same. And maybe you notice, oh, my gosh, in Australia, I'm noticing all of them putting um, name tags on their helmets. How fun is that? So you have a helmet that's branded with this crazy name like Mad Max. Yeah. And you're zipping through. And maybe you take that idea and you think, okay, we're going to do fun themed name tags or twist it and make it your own. But yeah. you can see what other people are doing and how the, the visitors, their um, clients are enjoying it. Absolutely. Can I ask you, because I, I always get confused with what exactly is an Instagram story and a Facebook story? <laughs> are they the same? Are they different? How do they work? <laughs> This is its own podcast alone. Okay, so we might have <laughs> but, to revisit but, this one. <laughs> no, no. Um, so stories are l- small bits. Yes. And they live at the top of your app versus the Instagram posts. They're going to be down in your feed. So is that, uh, yeah. is that clear? Do, you want, do I need to break it down any further That in that direction? So maybe we could uh, then look at how useful could they be for tour operators? So I think that stories is a great opportunity. If you share access with your tour operators to your Instagram account, then they can build a story, which could be just three to five images from that specific tour or experience. And they can just build out little clips. And it could be a couple of steps walking down the road as a video and then also a group shot. And it clusters them together, similar to a carousel, but it lives for only 24 hours at the top right. of the app. Understood. So in that sense, it's fun, but it doesn't have to be as curated as some of the things down in the regular feed. Yeah. Because of if for any listeners out there that don't understand the, the idea of the 9 grid or the 12 grid, you want your 9 and 12 grid to synchronize and look well and branded. 
But if you have a if you give access to your tour guide, they may not have that same eye. But it's certainly fun to post images from a tour. Definitely. And so giving them some creativity that doesn't affect your nine grid is brilliant. It is, and it also gives those um, guides um, just a fun opportunity to share what's going on from their tour and not have to wait later to post it and have the whoever does their social media post it out. Well, thank you very much for giving us some of you. I know you're incredibly busy here at Arrival. We've hardly scratched the surface. So my final question to you is, would you come back on the show and take some questions from some of our tour operators on social media? Ooh, yes. Let's, let's do the full out. hour. Yeah, let's post out that we're going to have a, a session yeah. and ask for questions and we'll do a whole Q&A. Sounds fantastic. Oh, I thank love you. It. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.